Hello everyone and welcome back to Bits and Pieces of Life, episode 3 today. I want to start off by saying I'm sorry that this episode's a few days late. I know with Easter and, you know, home improvement projects, uh, time slipped away, but I'm here now and I do believe that a second episode will be posted by the end of the week as well to make up for the time difference. Now, we talked last week about crime and police and FBI plots in movies and television, so today... This topic, I want a good place to start. We'll be talking about romantic plots and storylines in movies and television. Now, as soon as we, you know, hear romantic and think of a movie or television show, we automatically go to, you know, Nicholas Sparks and The Notebook and, um, you know, A Walk to Remember and things like that. And that's basically because they use the same plots and the same overall storyline and ideas in romantic comedies or in multiple groups, you know, of people in television shows. You know, either two characters hate each other or are best friends in the beginning of the story or they used to date and now they're exes. And, you know, they usually have mutual friends or one of the characters has a sibling or family member who's still friends with the other character, so they're always around, even if they don't want to be. And we see these storylines take place and we never question it because that is what we as consumers have been trained to view as normal you know boy meets girl they have a conflict they become friends they fall in love one person dates someone else two characters confess their love and get in an argument or misunderstanding and you know and then they meet again and the perfect moment happens and they start dating and live happily ever after that's fine by all means that does happen sometimes it does but it's not usually the case in real life relationships are all kinds of hard, you know, relationships of all kinds are hard to have in real life, and they're messy and chaotic, and we do not always get a happy ending. You know, don't get me wrong, I love romantic comedies, I do root for characters to get together in TV shows, but I'm also a realist, and I know that not everyone gets a happy ending with the person they think they're, they should, or that they're supposed to end up with. You know, life is unpredictable, and we have to be open to multiple scenarios, and not just focus on one thing or try and force a relationship into happening when sometimes it's just not meant to work out. Sometimes it is better to just let the relationship go before more feelings are hurt or before life gets too difficult to make it, you know, you have to sometimes leave a bad situation before it gets way too hard to leave and so much worse than it could end up being, you know. I think some of the best movies that have shown that it doesn't always work out with the one that you think it should are movies like The Breakup, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, 500 Days of Summer, you know, My Best Friend's Wedding, and The Vow. And the fact that I think The Vow is, you know, based on a real story, and this, you know, this man, his wife was in a traumatic accident. She didn't remember him at all. And for him to try and relive those memories and make it exactly how it was before is just, you know, it's great that he tried to do that in real life, but it's unrealistic, you know. He should have taken the time and just gotten to know her again and you know, um, not trying to force her to remember everything right away because I think it did more damage in the movie and in real life than it did, um, you know, help. You know, these movies bring you in and you feel the same heartache and pain the characters are feeling, but you can also feel the understanding and the need to let go of a bad situation if it occurs, you know. And then in 500 Days of Summer, it begins with the narrator saying, you know, this is not a love story. It is a story of how boy meets girl, but it's not the story of how they fall in love and, you know, spend forever together. It's a story of love and pain and heartache. And 
overall, the message is that we should enjoy our relationships, but if it doesn't work, we need to understand that sometimes that's for the best. And then there are the movies that show the optimistic side of love and romance, and the biggest one that comes to mind is He's Just Not That Into You, where it shows multiple relationships with multiple people in different stages of their lives, different stages of love. And take, for example, you see this couple who've been together for nine years, and they break up only to realize they're meant to be together. They finally get married, or, you know, you have the couple whose marriage is crumbling, and the husband cheats, the wife wants to fix the marriage, but she later realizes he's not going to change, and the relationship is too far beyond repair to fix, so she asks for a divorce. Or the guy who, you know, falls for his best friend only to realize that she's never going to fall in love with him and he gets friend-zoned. And they keep going through a repetitive cycle of this over and over and over until he finally decides to stop and leave. And he meets someone else and falls in love. You know, that shows a real optimistic outlook on it all. That, you know, if you leave this person, you might find the person you're meant to be with all along. Another example, I think... That shows a way out there um, plot line and romantic interest was the wedding date. This girl hired a man to be her boyfriend at her sister's wedding just to show her ex that she was over him. Um, you know, her ex, mind you, who left her, broke off their engagement, and who she later finds out was cheating on her with her sister. Um, but, you know, she ended up with the guy she ended up hiring. I mean, who does that? You know, you hire someone <laughs> to pretend to be your significant other just to impress the person who broke your heart. It doesn't, it, it never truly feels like these movies are well, uh, thought out for real life, but they're, you know, sappy and amazing and lovely to watch because they're, you know, filled with humor and love and optimism and great soundtracks. Every romance comedy or movie or anything, like, you know, TV show always has great music behind it. And that's for one reason and one reason only. If you think of the music, you think of the movie, and you remember how great it was. That's why they do it. That's why the sound engineers and everyone who works on the movie does what they do. It's to keep your interest, to keep your focus, and make you think about it so you watch it again. Now, don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with sappy, love-filled movies, but I think there should be more realistic movies with more realistic plots thrown in as well. I think we should have the movies about divorce and show that not every marriage works out, and that it's okay. Or the movies about a breakup and show why every relationship you have is not necessarily going to be the person you end up marrying. I'm sorry if this, you know, offends people or upsets people, because I know there's a lot of people out there who love romantic movies, and that's all they pretty much watch, but... I do think that there needs to be more realistic plot lines, um, you know, and I think for every romantic movie out, movie out there, there should be a realistic version of it as well, so that everyone, you know, can pick and choose what they want to watch at the time, and, you know, shows that life is messy, life is unpredictable, and you just have to go with the flow. <laughs> Sorry, we just went on an eight-minute mini rant. But I had to get that off my chest for a while now, as I'm sure you can all tell. And it may seem like I'm heartless and cruel 
and that I don't believe in marriage or love, but that's the furthest thing from the truth. You know, I love love as um, cheesy or corny as that sounds. And yes, I someday would love to get married and settle down and have an amazing future, but I'm not rushing it because I know that when you enjoy life and you focus on yourself and focus on your goals or your own career at first, it makes it so much better for when you find that person who fits into your life and fits into where you are at mentally, emotionally, and physically, and you fit into their life in the exact same way that it works so much better than trying to force a relationship of two people who are not in the same headspace or, you know, the same timeline for their lives. And I think that's where we end up getting caught up is why so many people break up or they're like, I don't know why it didn't work. I don't know what went wrong. I don't know what happened. And I think that that's the problem because we get so focused on timelines and what we should be doing and what this person should be doing with us and what we have to do and what society wants. We don't take the time to focus on what we want. And I think that's one of the biggest setbacks for a lot of people. Now, I want to end on a happy note and not a bad note of talking about this and, um, you know, I don't want people to think that I've been negative or that this is a negative uh, podcast because it's not. It's a happy and, you know, we're talking about different plot lines and storylines and, um, you know, sharing different information of all different parts of life. Um, But really, I know that last week we talked about crime and police movies and TV shows. So for the next episode, I do want to give a little spoiler and say that we'll be talking about superhero movies and plot lines. So, we will be heavily focusing on Marvel Studios and DC Studios, and talking about the difference, the differences between the two, the differences between the characters, and the entire, you know, basically, talking Avengers versus Justice League. That'll be next week's uh, plotline and uh, topic of discussion, because you can go a lot further with that than, you know, talking about romantic comedies, because... Romantic comedies, as I said before in today's episode, it's basically the same plot line used over and over and over again. Different characters' names, different scenarios, but it's the same basic principle, you know. You have the beginning where you meet the two characters, you get to know their background, you have the conflict, you have the resolution, you have them falling in love, and you have the ending where they drive off into the sunset. So, I just wanted to, you know, talk about that and why we should have more realistic uh, settings sometimes. Because I feel like people get too invested in romantic comedies um, and they take it too literal where they think that's how love should work and that's how life should work and that's not how it works at all. That's, you know... You know, some there are some people out there who married their middle school or high school sweetheart, but not everyone. And I think that uh, causes a lot of issues for some people because they are um, not willing to give up on the idea of prince or princess charming or, you know, the one. We put so much emphasis on that word, the one, that it's almost like a gloomy, like, shadow uh, over us because we have to find that perfect person and if it doesn't work out with them then we're out of luck for the rest of our lives and that's not true. I fully believe that 
There are different people for different stages of your life. There are relationships that get you through, you know, school, or relationships that get you through work, or relationships that you end up with, and I don't think that we have to focus on just one person, I think we have to focus on ourselves, and we find the people along the way who help us become a better person, who we help become better people, and I think that's what we need to focus on more. But I am going to end for today, and I will be back by the end of the week with the next episode. So as always, thank you for listening and viewing and taking this journey with me as well as talk about different bits and pieces of life. Until next time, everyone, thank you and goodbye.